The Ringer Reality TV Podcast is the home for all things unscripted TV. The feed will feature challenge recaps with Johnny Bananas, Bachelor in Paradise recaps from Amelia Wedemeyer, and a weekly survey of the reality TV landscape with Juliet Littman and Callie Curry. And much more coverage across the reality spectrum from Survivor to Below Deck to Selling Sunset. Check out the Ringer Reality TV Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So, how do you feel about taking a dip in the pool? I would love that. Let's do it. You can wear one of my dad's swimsuits now that I think of it. Okay. I'm going to give you one of my dad's. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Is he cool with that? Uh, we'll find out. I mean, they're not here, so... <laughs> he doesn't have to know. Oh, perfect. They're still in the same spot. Okay. Oh, my favorite color. Dope. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody. They won't know until, you know... Oh, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> Welcome to Bachelor Party, part two this week. We don't usually do a two-parter, but I, I I like it, I think. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hi, just too much to cover this week. So much to cover. We will get into all of the questions, finally. Um, we're going to talk about Brandon. And on yesterday's episode of our podcast, but also The Bachelorette, um, we mentioned Katie's 12 Days of Messy, Katie Thurston, and like her countdown. Oh, we'll talk yeah. about that, too. I just want to note that that was recorded before she revealed that she is in fact dating John, who very few people outside of the Redditors know who that is, but that's okay. We'll talk about it. But first, let's finish wrapping up this week's episode. We didn't even get to that yesterday. We kind of left off on the Brandon 101 where they went to Michelle's house and we just got to get to the heart of the matter. Brandon wore Michelle's father's <laughs> swim trunks. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I think it's really weird that she like offered that also i'm like are they really i assume they're not right well 
the unless the father, I guess the parents are just playing along because he did say to him, "Oh, those look familiar." Yeah, but I, how could they fit both of them? They weren't. Brandon's like a really skinny dude, and they weren't even like that big. Hey, the on father's him. not big, but yeah, they weren't no. that big on him. I don't know. The whole thing like creeped me out. I'm a germaphobe, so way, way too much for me. <laughs> too disgusting for you. <laughs> are you open to sharing swimsuits? Uh, no, it's disgusting. I had this discussion with my friends literally like six months ago because one of my friends is like, they're washed. Who cares? And I'm like, would you share underwear? That's washed. She probably would. I would not. I also like playing volleyball. You have to share spandex sometimes. And that would always weird me out. Why? Yeah, like there's just so many times where you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot like an extra pair or something. And you like end up sharing someone's. This is more so in college. In high school, you don't have to because you go home. But like in college, you'll like go to your locker room. And if you don't get your, you never know when you're getting your laundry back because it comes back like on a loop. So you might leave thinking like, oh, I'll get my laundry back. I'll have five pairs and if they're not back you're kind of like sol oh um well that's gross too i i'm not a germaphobe but like sharing like clothing that touches your crotch that's pretty gross (laughs) i don't even like saying that word i regret it um (laughs) in high school i shared bathing suits with like one friend shout out to leslie i remember borrowing bathing suits for her before i went on like spring break or something but I would never do that now. And that was like kind of an act of desperation. I like didn't have any money to spend on like an expensive bathing suit. Zero chance I'm sharing a bathing suit. If I ever give you a bathing suit to wear, no, I'm not asking for it back. It's yours. I wouldn't ask for it. Like who would, who would want, I I mean. My good, my, I, there's, I have a few good friends that I feel like would if they really needed to. One of my good friends wore my mom's. I mean, that's also gross. My mom is totally not like she would have no issue. Yeah, wear, sure, do what oh you want. Oh my God. I think there's also something specifically about bikini bottoms that really gross me out. Because it's, it's basically underwear. Like a one piece is still gross, but for some reason it seems a little bit less gross to me. I don't uh, know why. A one piece still grosses me yeah, out. But of like course. a bathing suit top, I think I could do if I had to. Sure. I mean... No it, other option. That's like definitely a lot better. But again... I'd also just like weird. wear a bra before I did that probably. <laughs> <laughs> like who cares what's the difference also bathing suits are so hard to buy like every, like they're just the hardest thing to find that are actually flattering it's a very personal item it's so weird i guess it's different for men but nevertheless this whole the whole premise of this date was very odd it required a lot of people just sort of like playing along because the parents clearly knew that michelle and a date we're going to be there. Michelle probably knew her parents gonna, were going to be coming in. Like the whole thing was not nearly as spontaneous as the show, like kind of thinks we might believe. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I, that's why the bathing suit thing is even weirder because also they tell the guys to bring bathing suits like all the time. Like when Nate went on the date on the boat, he had a bathing suit with him that he could put on. So they, they could have told Brandon to bring one. I don't think Brandon was aware that he was going to meet the parents. His reaction <laughs> seemed really genuine. Um, not only meeting the parents, but like pulling up to her house. Like, I think he was not aware of what was happening on the date. I still am like sort of traumatized by the way he like climbed over the the like divider of their seats in the car to make out with her. It was just like so aggressive. For some reason, it really like was off-putting. It was like too eager. Yeah. You mentioned that last episode. It didn't bother me. I didn't even realize it till you said it. And I like pictured it in my head. And I was like, he didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was like kind of sweet. He's like excited. She like wanted to kiss her. Yeah, it was just I so just not just suave. A, he's such a sweet guy. Uh, yeah, he is. He is a sweet. He's a sweetie. But he just seems like one of her students. Like he seems really young. 
That's kind of dark. <laughs> not that she would hook up with one of her fifth graders. It's not what I'm saying, but he just like, she seems like his caretaker. Uh, yeah. No, I like Brandon. I think that they have good chemistry. I think he is genuine. He seems like he has like a little heart of gold. I do get the impression of him being like young. Yeah. I think we have asked this a million times, but how old is Michelle? She's 28. And he's so 26. Not that much younger. Six. Yeah, not that much younger. No. Um, I think that it seems like they have like fun together. Yeah. Like I can see her having like a nice life with him. I don't know what he does for a living. But outside of that, I can see her. I can see her like enjoying life with him. Yeah. What did you think about him asking for permission to marry her? I think you have to like that far along. Like next week is hometowns. What's the, like? Did your husband ask your parents before he proposed? Yes. Were you glad he did that? I don't care. Cause that that's kind of how I feel. Like I, I'm not married, but I I like I actually hope that that doesn't happen with my future husband, but. Also, I'll be older. I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. But like, I just think that used to be such like a bachelor trope. And I feel like Brandon just shows he's like kind of a traditionalist. I don't know. I just feel like what is, I don't think that's a big deal personally. I think that you, if you're a guy, if you're a guy, I think you like default to, I'd rather do it than not do it. So like they don't hate you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe they don't have to, maybe the parents aren't expecting it. But I also think that a parent, whether they want it or not, can appreciate. Yeah, it's like thoughtful. And doing it. Yeah. It also is nice indication that it's like recognizing that it's about like families coming together, not just like the the two people getting married. So I guess that's nice too. I just was like, yeah, also oh like, God. I, well, also like she clearly has a good relationship with her parents. Like it was, it's not like an, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, it made sense. And I do think it would be one thing if he did this on like week three and was just like, I know at the end of this, I'm going to do it. Like they go to hometowns next week. He knows that he's on the path of right. doing that. It makes sense for him to do it in this moment. Right. It's very, he's very close to it. Although if he does make it far enough, he'd have another opportunity because he would meet them once more. But she has to know that's what he talked to them about, right? When he, when she, when he like asked her to leave, what else would he do? I don't know. I guess you I guess she's probably assuming that. I you know, if I don't know. I guess that's the only thing that he could <laughs> that, that he could do unless you have like to a like long deep conversation. Something. Yeah. Find out about I Minnesota. Loved that he asked them questions. Yes. Definitely. Like I thought it was really sweet that he asked for advice. I thought that was like a super mature thing to do and not pretend like you know it all. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I love that. It's true. And also kind of like making the most of the time. It's also another way of like getting to know her by getting to know the parents, essentially. Yeah. Um, didn't seem like there was like any awkward moments. Like seemed everything flowed really well. Yeah. Although like he just, you know, I like Brandon, but I just feel like he could probably fit in anywhere. You know how we talk about good hangs? Sure. I feel like he would be fine in a group of my friends. Yeah, he seems really sweet. And I think because he asks the parents questions, he clearly is like able to talk to people he doesn't know to, to, you know, find out more about them, which is definitely a really sweet trait. I like Brandon. I just think he's safe. I don't think Michelle should pick him. He just seems too safe for this stage of life. I gotta say, I think he has a good chance of winning. All right, make the case for Brandon. I, well, we talked about the final... Wait, there's final four, right? Yeah, we're down yeah. to Rodney, Brandon, Nate, and Joe. Right. So those are the final four. 
Brandon seems literally head over heels for her. He does. I think that some guy, some girls like guys to like them more than they like them. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yes. And so, to be in control. Like some girls like, want to be like adored and just like be yes. worshipped. Yeah. I think Michelle is one of those girls. By the way, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I think she's someone who appreciates that. Yeah. Um, And I think he and Rodney are the only two that are willing to do that. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Yeah. I was going to say also, he reminded me of Rodney and their vibe reminded me of her vibe with Rodney. Yes. I also think that Joe and Nate don't want to be picked. Nate, I feel like because he's getting really confident, it just seems like he's not trying that hard. And like, he just like thinks he's like being like too much of like a, a cool guy, which I definitely would fall for in my earlier years. But like, if you're thinking about getting married, it's like, come on, man, like get serious, like pay attention to me. I feel like she's like aware enough to sense that eventually. Yeah, definitely. Especially the more that you're spending like quality time. I think she's just going to be like in her head. She might not say it vocally, but in her head, I think she's going to be like, I could pick him. It probably won't last, but I could pick him. With Nate. But if I want something to last, yeah. Right. Then it's Rodney or Brandon. I'd pick Rodney over Brandon for myself, personally. Brandon just seems too young. Also, Brandon strikes me as... We haven't really heard about his previous relationships, right? They didn't really talk about that. Mm, I, I can't recall anything about his previous relationships. And so I kind of get the impression that like maybe this is his first like relationship. Yeah, it it could be. And I feel like that's part of his eagerness. It's very maybe. sweet. It's, it's, very <laughs> sweet. I just think that I also think I would choose Rodney over Brandon if it was those two. But it seems like she's more into Brandon than Rodney. I think so too. I think Rodney is just like straight friend zone. I think that from the first night with the with the Apple situation, she kind of never got past that. And it seems like they have a fun time together, but there's just no like romance. There's no spark. That's okay. If I had to like pick who I think, I, I think she wants it to be Joe. That's what I truly think. I know she's into Nate, but I think she wants it to be Joe and she would pick Joe. Right. And I don't know if Joe self-eliminates, but I think something happens to where she can't pick him. I think he can't commit. I just think he's like not ready for it. He doesn't seem like he's ready for or it. Or maybe he says like, he might straight up say like, I don't know if I would get married. Like, right. I don't know what happens, but it seems like it's not Joe. And then I don't think Nate wants it. And so then it's Rodney or Brandon. And I love Rodney, love his personality. I think he's a great dude. It just seems like she's actually like sexually into Brandon. And I don't see that with <laughs> Rodney. I think she's so much more into Nate and Joe though, like sexually. I, I mean, I think there's a lot riding on the fantasy suites, though. Because if, if you're into all of them, got to see the best chemistry with when behind closed doors. I wonder who makes it to... Fantasy suites? The final three. Yeah, I don't know who gets eliminated this week. I have no idea. Me neither. I think Rodney's out next. I think it's, I think it's Brandon, Nate, and Joe. I think you would think it's Rodney. But, like, I think Maybe it it's could Joe. be Joe. Yeah. Because he's, like, unhappy. I think, I think Joe is just clearly not ready. Like... He seems like he's enjoying himself, getting more into it, but and this is totally valid. It's only been like what six weeks, but it just seems like he's not like trusting the process as he's supposed to. Nate, I also think like seems like he would. I, I think Nate seems like he'd be the worst boyfriend of the four. I think Joe seems like he would actually be a better boyfriend, even if he's like less good on the Bachelorette. Like, cause I, but I just feel like Nate seems like the type of person who, when you go to a party together, he like abandons you and like just like goes and talks to people and like comes and finds you like 25 minutes later while you've been like pretending to be on your phone and like looking for a drink. That's the vibe I get from him. Yeah. I mean like it's 
kind of sucks because like what he's shown so far, he seems like a great guy, but he definitely gives that vibe. Yeah. I I wouldn't trust him to be my my party friend, my party buddy, you know? Like if I would trust Joe. I would too. If you were going to a party of all with like you were the plus one for these guys going to a party with people they know. Nate would absolutely be my last choice. He seems like the quickest to be like, oh, I'll find you in a little bit. I'm going to go say hi to my friend or not even like say that, just like wander off. Joe, I feel like would be the least fun because he doesn't seem like he's that much of a party person, but I think he would stay by your side. And I think Rodney would be the most fun to go to go with him. I'm also someone who like likes to be ignored a little bit, you know? (laughs) So like Brandon would be too much for me. I think he's so sweet and such a good guy. But like, I think I would default to Rodney one, Joe two. I think I would choose Nate three, Brandon four. Agreed. For party guests. Oh, for party guests. I thought you meant overall. Um, Both. I think for, I think for Bachelorette, I would go Joe, Nate, Rodney, Brandon. For party guest, I would go Rodney, Joe, Brandon, Nate. I just know Nate would ditch me. I just, I'm positive. And I'd be so mad at him. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll have to I don't see. know what I would be more annoyed with. Being ditched or someone asking me if I'm okay 17 times. I'd be more annoyed being asked if I was okay. But, so then I guess I should pick yeah. put Brandon last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because yeah. also, if you get ditched, the best thing to do is just like find someone and like flirt with them or like act like you're having a really good time and not needing the dude and just be like, fuck you. I don't need you at this party. Fine. Go off on your own. And I feel like, but if you're asked like 17 times, if you're okay, you have to like push them off and ditch them somehow. Yeah. Also, you know, people are different. My, one of my best friends was pregnant. Same time I was, Uh huh. we did a joint baby moon. Well, it was, my, it was a family vacation, but my best friend and her boyfriend, just her <laughs> husband just came with us. Um, Great. And we got, we went on a boat like in the ocean. And yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Okay. She went downstairs for like an hour, mm-hmm. but like downstairs in the boat was like, you know, rooms and stuff. Yeah. Three of my brothers were down there and she came up an hour later and he was like, oh my God, I was about to go downstairs and check on you. And she was like, why? <laughs> and, she, and he was like, I don't know. You were downstairs for a really long time. And he was, she was like, right. Callie's brothers are downstairs. We're on a boat. Like, what do you possibly think could have happened? And I was like, <laughs> it's not horrible that he was worried about you. Like, relax. And she was like, Callie, he's asked me, am I okay? 10 times since we've been on this boat. I'm fine. I'm on the boat with everyone else. And he was like, you're 30, 32 weeks pregnant. Like, I just want to make sure you're good. We're on a boat. Like, we're in a different like country. I'm just trying to like check on you. And she's like, yeah, but I've told you I'm good. And I was like, on the flip side, Seth hasn't asked me once. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it just like depends on like what you like. Definitely depends on your personality, for sure. Right. (laughs) For sure. But (laughs) so we go back to saying you like to be ignored. I feel like ignored. It's a big word. I I would never ignore you, just to be clear. Just a little. I think like, I'm a, li- a little bit of a bad party buddy. It depends on the party and who I'm with. But like sometimes I just want to mingle and I'm just like, don't hold me back. When I was dating, mm-hmm. if a guy texted back too fast all the time, I was like, Can't, like this is a lot. Calm down. Take three yeah, minutes. Like, what do you like here? What's going on? <laughs> like, I can't be the only thing in your life. To me, that would be an indication that I was going to like, just like die out hot and fast. 
or what burnout hot and fast whatever but anyway um that's what i mean by ignore like don't go a week without talking to me but like take an hour to respond every once take in a, a beat yeah i li- i like it when it's like 55 minutes so the time doesn't appear again but it is like a long time like you know how if, if it you te- takes over an hour for someone to text you the time pops up didn't know that oh my god how long have you had an iphone since college oh my god jeez never knew that well now you know that's why I like a good like 57 minutes later so the time doesn't pop up, but it's been a long time. <laughs> I'm literally fine with like four hours. Let me but know you're, you're such doing a fast something. texter. I text back really fast. Well, if yeah. I have my phone. If I don't have my Which, phone. Can I tell you something funny? Hmm. This is probably offensive, but yesterday <laughs> we were texting. We were preparing for this podcast and I was like, send me the questions you got. And you're like, okay, I will when I get home. And I thought to myself, that's the first time I think I've texted Callie in a really long time and she hasn't been home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, well, she left the house today. <laughs> that's like my friends who I share my location with. They're like, yours is not fun. You're always in the same location. <laughs> I share my location with one friend and he with me. And I just like will randomly check and be like, hey, how are you doing there? <laughs> Some people are really weird about it. I share my location with um, like all my best friends. Sorry if po- you don't have my location. At what point in a relationship do you feel like you should share location? Borderline marriage. Yeah, like really far down the line, right? Very far. Very, like, very far. You don't want too much information too soon. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> I think I think once you're married or if you have kids, like I'm not I, I'm not sharing my location to spy on like we're not sharing our locations to spy on each other. It's just like so convenient to like, oh, okay, he'll be home in 10 minutes. Right. Let me put dinner on or like let me whatever shower. Right. right. Or like I feel like also if your spouse travels a lot, you'd be like, where are they? Like have they left yet? Are they still in Atlanta? Are they still in wherever? I feel like that would be useful. Very useful, especially with like midnight plane trips. Right. I feel like that would be like, really have helpful. have they left the airport yet or are they still on the ground? Right. Right. Makes sense. All right. Should we get into questions? Any any final notes in this week's episode? No, I think the people that went home should have gone home. Good Me job, too. Michelle. You're I'll doing miss great. you, Rick. You know, I, want, I really wish Rick finds happiness. Like, I just... He seems like a good guy. He'll be a great Bachelor in Paradise person. Totally. I hope that we can also see a little bit of his fun side. I feel like we only saw his seriousness. I, I hope he's fun. The, the head on the plate. I'll never forget him. I, it seems like people... Um, well, I guess everyone likes each other, so it's hard to tell, but it seems like they all like each other. Olu and Rick are definitely my top two. Like, I hope they find Love and Paradise people from this season. I also, like, love when white people, men, are, like, totally comfortable in a room full of black people. And I feel mm-hmm. like Rick was, like, totally himself. Mm. And he yeah. was the only white guy for a while. Or for a little bit. Yeah. He was also just seemed really genuine and just seemed like a really nice guy. Like he just seemed like a, a good, good dude. Not pretentious. Not really trying to impress anyone. I liked him a lot. I really do. I really hope he finds happiness and love. So it's the, it's the it's the most I can wish for him. He's the Michael A of this season, it seems. Like just well-liked. Mm. Or... Him and Olu. Both guys eliminated this week seemed like amazing, like high, high, high character guys. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Olu seemed like a great guy through and through. Like, we talked about his sisters and, you know, wanting to have a big wedding. He seems like a really nice, like, family man. I hope that he finds that, too. Me, too. Even when he said, like, if I go home this week, I just wanted to make sure that I gave her this information. Like, yeah. he was not upset about it at all. Great. He's a great guy. 
Olu and Rick will miss you, but they'll be fine. They'll find love. It'll go yeah. great. All right. It's almost time for questions, but first, let's just talk about this Katie business. So Katie was doing her 12 days of messy. I don't know why. I guess like 12 days of Christmas. I, I don't know why it was like building up to today. I, I don't know. I guess for you guys listening yesterday, we're recording this on Tuesday night. The last one was Begin Again, Taylor Swift, and it revealed it was with John who left on night two or week two, whatever, of her of her season. It's been long rumored on Reddit that she and John were dating, and then she denied it. She like went out of her way to say Blake's not jealous of John, but she moved to San Diego where he lives. And then she confirmed in Weekly that they are in fact dating. And then Blake's mom on Instagram was liking all these comments that were like shading Katie for... Um, I did not know this part. I saw, it, I saw it on Reddit. The Reddit crew, shout out to the Redditors of the world because they were all over this Katie and John thing for a really long time. How like, do they know all of this? It's just like, I feel like Reddit always knows everything. Insane Instagram sleuthing. I, I don't know. It's crazy. They just like, and then someone already pointed out that the video she used to reveal John was that was like from a video that she had posted previously that Blake was actually in. So that's like really fucked up of Katie. <laughs> I can never feel bad for her. I mean, this whole thing is kind of fucked up, no? Yeah, absolutely. Um, here are the comments that uh, Katie, that Kate, excuse me, that Blake's mom liked. <laughs> nah, this is terrible on Katie's part. I truly feel sorry for Blake. In any relationship, you put a sense of trust in one another, especially long distance relationships. There's no denying the dishonesty and deception for months upon months. His mom liked that one and another one that said, me too. I feel it was probably her who initiated the split. He was probably all in. So... Mm. Poor Blake. You've always liked him. Maybe you can be his friend, make him feel better. He'll be fine, I mean, do we not think it's odd that she? they literally announced their breakup like two weeks ago, maybe less? I think like not even, yeah. It's super weird. I'm totally fine if you're dating John. Like you broke up. Obviously, if you announced it two weeks ago, you probably broke up longer than that ago. Yeah, like longer ago. Totally fine to like move on. But like, why does there need to be an announcement? And why is <laughs> really it need to know. be the peak of this random 12 days of messy, which we don't even know why you did that. I know. It just, it's just like she staged her own, like it's almost like her own like dating show kind of thing. I don't know. It's really, it's really weird. She didn't include Greg at all. Like he just was like left out of it, which I guess maybe Fine. that was a good move. I, I mean, I'm sure he's happy not to be involved. Like, all right. Well, this is not that genuine since you were clearly obsessed with him. Yeah. Also, yeah. the song she chose for Blake was kind of mean. We are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. Like, was that yeah. necessary? I know. Also, like, there's plenty of, there's plenty of, like, amical breakups out there. Does it have to be, like, a bad breakup? I don't know. It's just stupid. It's weird. Also, I do remember John, and John does seem like a great guy. So. Yes. Yes, he's cute. <laughs> they both live in San Diego. I wish them well. I mean, I don't wish ill upon them. I just feel like this whole thing is like bizarre and I just would like to move on from Katie. So I'm shocked that he's like, yeah, this is great. I mean, I guess he's really liked her. Also, she, he's probably not in it for the fame because he just kind of like went back to his regular life in San Diego after being on the show. No, I mean like that this whole 12 days of whatever is that he's like, yeah, this is great. I'm yeah. surprised he's into that. I know. It's really lame. Maybe that's that's a bad sign, but whatever. Yeah. Anyways, right. I can't give her much more. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. 
One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. On to questions. Thank you so much, everyone who sent them in. Really appreciate it. Um, we will answer as many as we can and then we'll do this more often because this was fun. And I do think we answered quite a few through the last episode and a half. So if we didn't explicitly answer it, hopefully you feel like many of your answers have been given. Um, let's just do some easy Michelle ones up top. Number one, do we think Michelle ends up with any of these guys? What do you think? Is she still dating anyone? I think she's still with Brandon. I am going to go with Michelle ends up with Nate and they break up in March of 2022. Okay. Very specific. <laughs> well, if you still think she's with Brandon, I feel like you've got high hopes for them. Um, who would we put together from an older season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette with someone from a newer season? Basically, Bachelor Matchmaker. Who do you want to see together? I think we got to find someone for Blake Moines, to be honest. Mm. Like, now that he's been dumped by Katie, I feel like he needs someone good. A lake. Who would I see Blake with? I need to like think about who all the women I know. are. I'm not even sure. I don't even know who Blake belongs with. He's so weird. Um, I don't I don't know if I can pair Blake. I'm trying to think if there's like a huge animal lover that I can't think about. You know who I loved? Who? Or who I think somehow goes together, but she's in a happy relationship and I also like her relationship. But JoJo mm. and Sean. Sean Booth? I feel like, feel like they would go together. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Even though I love... Her I and think, Jordan. Yeah. I'm into Jordan and, and JoJo, and I think they're cute. But... It remains so weird that Aaron Rodgers' brother was on this show. There's just no <laughs> way around it. This is the weirdest Like a pretty thing. big character, too. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. And then he parlayed it into a career on the SEC Network. I mean, great work by him. It's un- unreal. Um, I'd like to see Natasha maybe go on some dates with these guys from that we like from Michelle's season. Like, I don't know. I feel like Natasha's just like, she needs to find love. So what about her and Leroy Holiday? <laughs> By the way, I just need to say one thing. I forgot to pass this along to you. Someone sent us a question asking, are we sure that he's a holiday brother? Couldn't find any evidence online. And I just want to <laughs> know. We know that he is not a holiday brother, but just looks like them. <laughs> I can find a lot of evidence that says he is, but he's actually not. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> so just to be clear. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't really feel like we know Leroy Holiday, so I want to get to know him, and I would be okay with that being through like maybe a relationship with Natasha and Paradise. 
You know what? I can see your girl that you love from Paradise. Um, your favorite. Usually Tia? No, no, no. Your favorite, favorite, favorite. She self-eliminated. Um, oh, uh, Tajwan? Tajwan. <laughs> And Rodney. Yes, that's fun. <laughs> I can see that. That would be a great relationship to watch. <laughs> I'd like to see Tajwan and Martin go on a date because she's definitely high maintenance and he would just like totally eat it. I think that'd be funny. That's all I got. Okay, let's move on. Even though everyone drags them on the internet, do we think fans like or need villains for the show to be interesting? This is a good question. I think you have to have... That what's the opposite of a protagonist? Antagonist, Antagonist. yeah. I think you have to have that character, just like books do. But sometimes they focus too much on the drama. I think the issue now is that it's just like these characters that have no bearing at all on the season, like Victoria or... um, Yeah. Or like Chris S. It's just like, it's like, where did you come from? It's much better when it's someone who's like actually disliked because the lead really likes them. Like when they, when yeah, they, like if Nate was it, like if Nate yeah. was disliked by everyone, or it would Joe. make sense. Yes, or Joe or something. Well, I mean, that's just not happening. Yeah, everyone loves you're right. Joe. Nate's much more realistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nate, the bad party buddy. But yeah, like in the seasons when there's a clear like Luke Parker, everyone disliked him because he sucked. Plus, Hannah was really into him. That, that worked because it felt natural to the storyline. I just think they try to fabricate right. these villains too much. And what they really need is just to like cast more delusional people who are also likable. <laughs> so that's the way to get the drama they want. Yeah. When it's someone that I don't care about, I'm just like, why stop? Like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Next. I, th- I like this question a lot. Do we think making contestants stay off social media for one year or disabling their accounts while they're on the show would help curtail the whole wrong reasons issue? I I think it would. This is a fascinating idea. The other thing about it is it would be harder for the public to like sleuth things about them if they were off social media, which maybe we we would not be able to find certain things out. But I also think that kind of would be good. It like closes the world and makes it less like blurry between real world and bachelor nation. I think that the, if they had to delete their profile, or not delete, I don't know how you do it, like pause their profiles for the entirety of them being on the show makes sense. I, I like don't that think they too. need to stay off for a year because like you can't do that. That's, you know, whatever. But like, I think it makes like right now you can go on the show and like purposely lose and still come off. Like, as a winner. Yeah, I still got like 15,000 followers or something. Yeah, so I still think... I think that if you had to pause it so you don't get any followers during it... Right. And you like... There's it no- would also probably increase the need to win. Right. You have to like really want to be there to get more visibility for people to care about you. Because right. even Katie, she left fairly early and she was like doing funny stuff on Instagram pretty quickly or like quote unquote funny. Um, and there's, a, there's, there's ways to like become... Famous. Oh my God. There's ways to become famous without winning. <laughs> Sorry, I burped. <laughs> I like Agreed. that idea. That's a good one. Great idea. Three things we would change about the Bachelor slash Bachelorette to make it a better show. I think it's time to eliminate the engagement. I'm sorry to Neil Lane, but like it would be so much more realistic and interesting if the point of this was to like maybe instead of spending all that money on a on a ring, you guys like pick a, a city. Trip? 
Yeah, or you pick yeah. a city you're going to live in, and then like you live together for like three to six months, like on Love Is Blind, hmm. and then they can also and we can follow that. Yeah, as well. follow that as well. Get more content, see how it's going. Great idea. And then it becomes way more like a real life. Are you in it or not? And it's like oh, also a way to make this happen year round, which they're already trying to do without having to double up on these seasons. Yeah, Jesus, I love that idea. Thank you. Work well for Love Is Blind. Um, I think that the social media thing is also a great idea. So I'm going to throw that in there. Okay. Okay. I would also like to see them do a variation on F-Boy Island. Let's do Bachelor and Bachelorette at the same time. And let's have the two leads like talk to each other and like give each other tips on Mm. the opposite sex. I like this. Also, I know we talked about the social media thing. I would also like them, like F-Boy Island, to be able to go through their social media because that is very real life. (laughs) It's true. Like, they should also... What would be cool if you paired that with making them be private or whatever, you know, off social media for a certain amount of time, it would also give the lead an advantage. Like, oh, they have information that no one else has, the public doesn't have, and they can, like, get into it in a way that, like, would give them some kind of advantage as the lead instead of just, like, equaling it out or whatever. That's a good idea, too. I also think that, and they do this kind of, but like, I think that they should involve their like friends yes. into dates and stuff. Totally agree. We've just got more this real life. Before. Yeah. Get the friends involved. Once <laughs> Jared Freed often mentioned him, his best idea was that the couple should have to assemble a piece of IKEA furniture together to see how they work together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more real life like situations would be great if they're going to get engaged. If they're keeping the engagement, we need more of that. Even if they're not, if they're like, okay, I'm going to, if let's say they're not from the same city, like one's from Dallas, one's from Baltimore, and like, okay, we're going to live together in Dallas. Like, that's a big decision. Like, you know, Leroy and Cam made that decision. I think that's like one of the reasons I thought of those cities because they did, they were like Philly and Houston. Now they live in, or Philly and Vegas. Now they live in Houston. But I like that's like kind of like a real life conversation that they should be forced to have. Yeah. All right, next. If we could each host a group date, what would it be? Oh, I love this. What would your group date be that you hosted? Um, oh God, there's like a few that I've thought about. Because like when I first read this question, my initial answer was like, for sure, basketball game. Mm. But then I was like, no, you don't really get to talk, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's right. Maybe going to like a sports bar. Okay. Darts competition. Um, yeah, like, you know, there's, like, games there that you can play. Ooh. Easy, easy eating food. Um, you know you know what would be good? You know how Melissa... Oh, you haven't seen this yet, but on uh, Real Housewives of, of... Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Melissa Gorga organizes, like, a, a beer pong kind of game, but it's, like, with martinis. And, like, if you... Instead of just having to drink, like, you have to, like, also reveal... Like, answer a question or something like that. That kind of thing would be really fun. I, oh, they did that on... Um, Love Island, Australia, like a few episodes ago. Um, Is that on right now? I'm very deep into. It's an amazing season. Oh my God. Why haven't you mentioned it? Because it seems like really like off the beaten path. (laughs) (laughs) I I love to get off the beaten path. Okay. That's for another time. Um, um, They literally just did that though. They did beer pong and on the bottom of the cup, there's a question. So if you got it in, then the person had to like lift and look at the bottom. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, I like on the bachelor specific, like not real life, but I love like the dates where you get to see them do things physical, like a soccer game or something like that. 
Um, I like that because I also, we've talked about this, but like the way someone runs means a lot to me. Sure. So you got to test that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's good. For my group date, oof. I like the bar idea a lot. I think going to, I would I would want wouldn't want it to be empty though. I would like recruit extras to like be in the bar. I think Yeah, they, I think you have to. What about pre-COVID? a COVID karaoke bar? See what kind of music people choose. Yeah. yeah. I can, yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> Callie hates this idea. I just no, feel like I think it's good, but like uh, you would I think it could be it. embarrassing for a lot of people. But that's like, the point. It'd be funny. But like I'm thinking for me specifically, like if that were mine and Seth's first date, there probably wouldn't be a second one. Okay, but you know what I mean. Group dates aren't usually for yes, sure. But I would the thing for me is I would be judging people on like their music choices. Like I'd want to know what their go to karaoke song is. Like how seriously do they take it? What kind of music do they like? What do they factor into it? Like things like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, leave leave me off that. <laughs> I love though. I I think it's so much fun to do that with, with like a group Friends. of people. Yeah. yeah. And you're like all comfortable with each other. Also, like, are we drinking? If not, then absolutely not. Yeah, of course there's drinking. <laughs> but like the bachelor's weird with drinking now. So I know they limit it. They haven't seen that drunk this season, actually. Okay. Next. If we could recast the next bachelor, who would we choose? Next bachelor's Clayton. Who would you choose instead? Got a lot of answers for this that would I would choose before Clayton. I think um I gotta go with Greg. Greg, Greg. your guy. Yeah. <laughs> I would be totally fine with Justin or Andrew. I just get that they probably wouldn't do another black person right now since they just did a black guy. So I feel like you have to choose someone who's not black and then eventually it needs to be Justin or Andrew. One of them has to be it eventually, I think. I think Andrew would be better than Justin. There's probably a reason why we didn't get a lot of Justin on the show. Not because he doesn't have a good personality, but maybe he's just like shy in front of the camera. Yeah, he doesn't like the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that, yeah. But like, the what about Clayton? Was he just like, you know, shining? No. Clayton's going to be such... Dad, I mean, I don't. Maybe it's better than we think. I, I hope. Like, I hope just so. if we if if they announced Justin as the Bachelor and we didn't see any of the TikTok stuff, I'd be like, this is going to be a really boring season. I think the difference for me after though, seeing the TikTok stuff, I'm like, I'm in on Justin. I'm not remotely attracted to Clayton, and I am quite attracted to Justin. And I feel like that, I feel like I just need like a baseline of interest that could begin. Are you attracted to Greg? Do you get it? No, I'm not into Greg. Mm. I'm into Greg, but I'm also into Pete Davidson. So. I'm not, I don't know. as I told you yesterday, I'm not not to Pete Davidson. I'm just like not, I get, I get, I think I get Pete Davidson. I don't get Greg. Like there's just nothing about Greg that's that particularly appealing to me, but I'd pick him over Clayton for sure. Okay. Knowing that Greg has, has it in him to like melt down on camera. Blow up. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's huge. Clayton is like fake crying over letters from kids he's never met before. So I, I, like what's going on there? I think if I had a pick though, God, there's a lot of options from the last few seasons. I'm just trying to think about all, all the dudes who've who've come through. I kind of think Bennett would be a funny bachelor, throwing it back to Kate oh, Clarentasia. Um, he'd be funny. He would be funny. He would like play into it a lot, and I think he would be good. Also, like, what the transformation? I'd love to see what he's like now. Oh my God. Also, he's he's moving to California, I think. So of he's look, looking for fame. All right. Next. Favorite bachelor couples. Do you have a favorite bachelor couple other than Jordan and Jojo? Yeah, I was gonna say I really like them. Uh I 
I like um, Caitlin and Jason Tardick. I I don't really want to spend time with them either individually or together, but I I think they're kind of cute together. And I like that he has a finance podcast. I think that's funny. I feel like we're missing some people. Becca and Thomas. Mm, I wouldn't say they're my favorite. Okay. Um, oh, Rachel and Brian. Well, duh. They're like, of course, goes without saying. Dylan and Hanji. Dean and Kaylin. Oh, you know what? I actually like Dylan and Hannah. G, yeah. Um, She's cute. He's cute. They, they, I never thought she was actually happy with him. Like, I Me thought neither. she actually wanted, what was his name? Um, Blake. Blake. Blake, right? Yeah. Um, but like, they actually seem very in love mm-hmm. on Instagram and TikTok. And they're super cute together. They've been together a while. Yeah. It seems like it's also, going well. I love Dylan. He was so great on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> he was so He's- nice. He got kind of aggro on Twitter over the last couple years, but whatever. Um, I, I also like Ashley and Jared throwing it way back. They just opened a coffee shop in Rhode Island. She's about to have a baby. I like that. They're in Rhode Island. Interesting. <laughs> um, I think that they're cool just because of their story. I know. Like she just she just sunk she's her little fucking, teeth in. And, and She just fucking went for it. She made it happen. I, I like love it. It's she's sweet. like, when I think about how they have, like how they came together, I feel like, you know when you see dogs like hanging out of a window? No. You have a car. <laughs> okay. Driving. I have, dog, I have dog blindness. I just don't pay attention, but sure. Okay. Well, dogs hang out of windows when cars are driving. And I just like see her hanging out of a window, like getting fucking like flies hitting her. She's just <laughs> sticking it out. And she finally ended up getting what she wanted. I know. But she was really in the happy. wind for a long time. I know. And then... She hooks up with someone else and then he can't deal with it. And it's, you know, they get together. How I many think it's, tears? What? How many tears? So many tears. So, so, so many tears. Also, they're two huge dorks. Like, they're just like both like movie and pop culture dorks. I respect it. Like, I think it's really cute. I, I really like them. I, and also, I think that they're smart for moving to Rhode Island and like opening a business and like doing their thing and getting out of LA. Like, I don't know. There's they're doing it right. And also they're really nice. I've said this a lot of times on this podcast, but maybe not to you. Um, Jared once came to a Christmas party at my house and he was like so nice and normal. He was a really lovely guy. I could see that. Anyone who open like anyone who voluntarily lives in Rhode Island, I think, you know, probably quality person. <laughs> Rhode Island's a lovely state, okay? I drive through it all the time. Uh, it's got a great coastline. Anyway. I think Rhode Island's lovely, but 99% of these people go and live in LA. Yeah, that's a bad one. So weather. like for them to choose to live in Rhode Island, like you're clearly not in this for the bachelor thing. Yeah, you you're know? in it for love. He fucking yeah. loves Tom Brady. Like that's probably the love of his life above. Oh yeah. Above Ashley. All right, next. What celebrity would you like to be the first celebrity bachelor or bachelorette? So Martha Stewart, easy. Oh Bing. my God. That's who I want. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. How do you think of that? Have you, just been, have you been holding that in your pocket for a while? Oh, when I saw the question, I was like, I've been wanting this for forever. Oh my when, God. Since they started saying senior citizens, because I think she's, yeah, she's 70 senior. or 80. Yeah, I think it's 70. Um, I think 80. Okay, I'm going to look it up right now. For some reason, I think she's older than she looks because she looks amazing. She does look um, really good. I would love it to be her. Like, how great would that be to That watch? would be awesome. She'd be she so has, funny. You're she right. She's like, fucking 80 years old. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. She has sugar and spice. Like her personality is fucking perfect for this. And like, it'd be funny if the host was Snoop Dogg because, you know, they did the show together. I would love it. I would eat that up. That'd be really I good. I hope they're listening. <laughs> that would be really good. Snoop Dogg should, should host. I would love it. <laughs> um, I have always wanted like a legit professional athlete to be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Preferably The Bachelor. I used to want to be Chandler Parsons. He's now married or soon to be married or something. Has a child. Soon to be. Mm-hmm. I believe he spoke to ABC about it like a long time ago, like eight years ago. I still think it, like a legit athlete would be really good. Like probably a football player, but like someone who's actually famous. Ooh, Kyle Kuzma. Oh, that's interesting. I do think it'd be cool for a Laker to do it because they're like already famous or whatever, but he's now in the Wizards. He's yeah. not a Laker anymore. Yeah. What do you think about but his giant sweater? It's not into <laughs> it. I love the commentary. That was great. I can't believe he wore that. Like what stylist was like, here, put this on. I mean, we've seen bizarre things. Yes. I guess. It was like the Lonnie Kravitz scarf. I like that she that he owned it. He seems fun. I don't know. He's got he's got the Kardashian stink though. I think he would be good. I like that. I like Coos. That would be really fun. For a while I wanted like Jeremy Lin to do it or like Jordan Clarkson or something. All former Jordan Clarkson would be awesome. Yeah. I all former Lakers. I, I feel like a Lakers should do it. It's just something to think about. Or what about if Sean McVay didn't have a girlfriend slash fiance, he'd be great too. Awesome. He'd be good. Yeah. He'd be really funny. He kind of looks like a bachelor. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. totally. He totally could have been on the show. Like, couldn't you see Jojo ending up with like Sean McVay or something? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Even Caitlin. Yes, totally. He like, he would crush. All right. Next. Who from bachelor would do well in the challenge? Great question. I mean, obviously Joe. Kenny. Cause I feel like, I feel like the challenge has gotten like a little older. Mm-hmm. In a good way, in my opinion. So that's why I'm saying Kenny. Okay. I like that. I feel like also like um Aaron would also do well because he's athletic and also like a drama a drama king. Yeah. Aaron so like Aaron is like Josh Jr. Yes, exactly. He would be just like Josh. Yeah. Exactly. Smooch, Mary Kill, Dr. <sighs> Joe, grocery store Joe, and basketball Joe. Oh gosh. Mary basketball Joe. Easy. Um what are the other two? Grocery store and who? Dr. Joe from um Oh, oh, that's sad. I don't want to kill Dr. Joe. <laughs> He's really nice. He's been on this podcast twice. Uh, I think I would kill, I'm killing grocery store Joe. I There's no question I would in my kill mind. Dr. Joe and really smooch grocery store Joe. I like grocery wow. store Joe. I like Dr. Joe too. I'm killing grocery store Joe on principle alone. I think I know more about like Dr. Joe did not perform well on Bachelors in Paradise. I think he was given a pretty raw deal, but yeah, I, I don't think... I agree, but... I, you know. I also strongly told him to not go to Paradise and he didn't listen, so it's his own fault. Um, grocery store Joe, I'm killing. Dr. Joe, I'm smooching. Basketball Joe, definitely marrying. So hot. What do we think of rumors of Canadian Blake? That's Katie's Blake as Bachelor. I would love it if Canadian Blake was the Canadian Bachelor. Just, I feel like he can thrive in his home country. I'm fine with that. Um, what specifically do you think made Katie such a generally agreed failure as a bachelorette? <laughs> to quote the late great Scott Rogowski of HQ trivia, savage question. <laughs> I don't think it was all bad, but I also think that um like doing the bachelorette in um the pandemic in general has been hard. Like every everyone who's done it in the pandemic, it's kind of not been amazing. Um, and she got peak pandemic hours, right? So like, not great. Also, people did not like her on Matt's season. Like people were upset at her for snitching. So I think 
we came into it wanting to like Katie, not already liking her. Like we were hoping like, I hope this like, we hope we're wrong. And I hope we end up liking her. And a lot of people were just like, I hate her. Why did they make her this? And so like everything she did was already like, ugh. Um, and then there's some moments that just kind of sucked. It's just like guys were not that compelling. She was kind of irritating. I think also her social presence throughout the season made it worse because Didn't you were kind help. of like getting, yeah, you're getting glimpses of her and she just seems really into herself. And a lot of these people are, I get it, but it just didn't come off well. I'm not saying she's the only one like that, but... But in general, it seems like most of the leads don't engage on social during the season. Yeah, they don't. And she would like do all this like extra stuff. Yeah. Also, it was just like a low budget season. I, I, like that hotel didn't look good. Didn't look good on camera. The dates were really lame. It seemed like terrible weather. It wasn't like aspirational at all. And part of the show is like the aspirational fantasy. Like one of the reasons like someone like Joe and Nate are really fun is because Joe's perfect and like Nate's really tall and hot. Like how often do you get like a six foot eight really hot guy who's just like seems fun, like easy to be around. I do think that a lot of things were like set up against her. Mm-hmm. But also, I think she's just not someone that, like, would come across well in this format. Like, Agreed. I don't think either one of us would do well. You and me? As The Bachelorette. No way. Yeah. No like, way. Like, we have way too many opinions. We yeah. want things to go a certain way. And I think she's very much that way. Like, she's not someone that's, like, very malleable. And so I feel like production didn't like her. And yeah. so it shows that they did not like her. Yeah. I think Michelle is like that too, though. But she's just got a lot, a lot more charisma and, and also a slow little, talking. probably more, more tact. Yeah, yes. obviously. <laughs> like I, I don't have that, so I think I would end up coming off maybe a little bit of a bitch to production when they're like, "Hey, go make out with this guy and then go do." Like I'd be like, "No, yeah, you know what I mean." And, and like Michelle when I'm tired, like, I'm a bitch. And I feel like Michelle's like, "Well, I don't think." I'm going to do that. But thanks but, for the suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I mean, like, I feel like Katie probably came off like a little bit abrasive. Yeah. All right. Next non-bachelor questions. We're going to just do a few. This is a really okay. good one. Out of all the snacks on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City shuttle, what would be your top choice? <laughs> um, I don't even think I remember what snacks were on them. I, I remember them going s- through the bag. I'm just going to say... I love snacks. It's one of my passions. Mm-hmm. I probably would want like a Chex Mix kind of thing with like some saltiness. Gardettos? And, yeah, love Gardettos. And then also some M&M's. You just can't go wrong with M&M's. Great I snack. I like peanut M&M's for I snacks. I like peanut butter. Ooh, I do like um, Reese's. Is that what you're talking about? No, I do not like Reese's Pieces. They do not have chocolate in it. A peanut butter M&M has chocolate in it. Oh. Don't tell me you don't like chocolate and peanut butter together. Reese's. No, they Reese cups have chocolate and peanut butter, but Reese pieces do not have chocolate. What's the coating? Just sugar. It's like Skittles, but not. Mm, I feel like it's like chocolate sugar. That's like just in your head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like Reese's. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had peanut M&M's. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. I don't think I've ever had them. They come in the orange package. Check them out. Pretzel M&M's, also bomb. Really good. Reese's Pieces also comes in the orange package. Just saying. Yeah, it's like the color uh, of peanut butter. <laughs> uh, peanut butter is orange? Is that a thing? I think in like packaging it is, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. My go-to snacks on airplane, because I feel like that's similar to what this was. Love Gardetto's 
Gardettos. Love bugles. Oh, yeah. I love a bugle. I like popcorn. I I like... Oh, no, no, no. I like something salty, something sweet. So, like, that's why Gardettos, bugles. Ooh, sometimes I go Cheetos. Um, I think I go Cheetos more now because I have so many wipes on hand. (laughs) So you're just like always <laughs> able to clean your hands. Yeah. So it's easy. It's great. Great um, reasoning. Yeah. Definitely not licking my fingers in any sort of airplane, airport anymore. That sounds great. Um, I mean, just and, in general. Gross. And then my sweet choices are Reese's Pieces, Sour Patch, Reese's Cups. That's that sounds it. Delicious. Oh, peanut, peanut, peanut M&M's. I those like are good those. too. Yeah, those yeah. are good. Um, I'm a big bring food to the airport person. Like I usually plan it out. Like I'm, mm, it's like never a, a real sign of, of getting old and also like hating airport food, airplane food. I've uh, never, I go to um, Hudson News. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to bring a bagel or a sandwich or something. Grapes uh, perhaps. Nope. I do plan out all my daughter's snacks. All of her snacks are packed and then I buy mine at the airport. Not sure why that is, but that's how it goes. She's got a great life. You treat her really well. Oh, <gasps> um, uh, you do that because you're treating yourself well, right? By keeping them Your occupied. Kids happy. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. All right, probably the top question that we got: How did we meet, Callie? <laughs> <laughs> um, how did we meet? When are we physically seeing each other? How did this start? <laughs> um, you know, what's really weird is I do think from podcast one, it was really easy. Yeah, it really was. We I had saw never you, met. We had never met. We'd never <laughs> spoken. I saw you Instagramming about The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. And then I asked our mutual friend, Pasha, um, if you'd give me your number so I could ask you to come on this podcast. And he did. You responded really quickly. And I thought you were great. (laughs) Great responder. (laughs) By the way, Pasha gets a lot of love on this podcast. And I think he's amazing. So if you don't know him, follow at Pasha. He's great. What a guy. He should be on The Bachelorette. He would, I would, be, love, he would be good on The Bachelorette. Love, love, love. He could be The Bachelor. He's one of the funniest guys ever. Yeah, he's a real sweetheart, too. Um, for the most part. Um, one time, he and I got uh, fat, fat Sal's. Yeah, Fat Sal's sandwiches at like 3.30 a.m. and ate them in my car. And then I drove him home and he left a huge mess. But that's okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Besides that, he Besides is that, top. He's great. <laughs> Top tier, A plus quality guy. So that's it. And then I asked you to do more podcasts and we hit it off, I think, I hope. And here we are. That's the whole story. Hopefully Still we'll Still haven't met in person, <laughs> even though we're a 45-minute train ride away from each other. I think we will meet in the next six months because I'm going to start going to New York like almost once a month. Great. I'll see you then. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for you to judge my height in person. That'll be really huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. That's so weird. I don't know if I can meet you. <laughs> okay. You're thanks. so small in my head. That's so rude. <laughs> also, because I feel like... Well, whatever. We have a lot a lot to work through. Can't wait. All right. Two more. What non-reality shows are you watching? Ha- Callie watches so much fucking television. Just list a few. <laughs> because if you listed all of it, it would be a whole other podcast. Dope Sick is one of the best television shows this year. Yellowstone, of course. I do the HBO trio of Succession, Curb, and Insecure. Um, I'm starting a new show tonight, Yellow Jackets. It's so good. Love Yellow Jackets. Um, Oh, great. Yellow Jackets. I'm starting that. Um, uh, Oh, gosh. There's a show that I like hate watch. Do you have any of those? Oh, of course. Yeah. All American. 
Hey, uh, watch that. I liked Hey Diggs. I don't know why, but I just do. Um, I think it's because he was in Rent. A Million Little Things is like my Grey's Anatomy tip since I, I watched Grey's Anatomy religiously to the last season just stopped. And You know, Callie, I also have never missed an episode. We actually haven't discussed this. Have I showed you the picture of me from when Derek appeared last season? No. Oh my God, I'll text it to you. It's so pathetic. But I know the moment on the beach. Yeah, it was fucking... It was the most joy I had felt in so long at that point. Um, this season's so much better, but... Like last season was horrible. Like it was really bad. Hard to so get should through. Should I start back up? Start back up. Scott Speedman's on it. Because I need more content. He's so hot. <laughs> um, I'll just say with Grays, I have a theory that everyone hates Ellen Pompeo because like for the second season in a row, <gasps> no. she's like not interacting with anyone in the cast. It's really weird. I'm going to have to dig on that. But I too love Grey's Anatomy. I'm no, actually, I think Ellen is great. I can't believe that. I thinking my mom watches Station 19 and she said I should watch it. So I think I'm going to catch up. Um, also BMF on stars and Hightown on stars are great. <laughs> you really watch so much TV. Um, what I else do. am I watching? Um, Survivor. That's great. Well, you said reality. not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Survivor is awesome. We A love plus. Survivor. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I'm watching. I love yellow jackets. I got screeners. So I've watched six and I tore through them. It's <gasps> awesome. Um, Can you send them? I'm going to watch Dexter. Got to catch up. I love Dexter. <gasps> I forgot about Dexter. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Um, oh my God, I need to text Seth. I'm also really into Succession, obviously. There's just so much TV. All right. Last question. It's a doozy. I have my answer ready. What's your favorite reality show ever? Do you want to know mine? Ever? Yes, yeah. I do want to know yours. Mine's Ladies of London. The three-season show that was on Bravo. <laughs> I fucking loved With it. Caroline, right? Yes, the two Carolines, Fleming and Stanberry. Caroline Fleming is a fucking legend. I love her. She's so weird. I just obsessed with her. Caroline Stanberry's coming back. She's on The Real Housewives of Dubai, and I cannot wait. I saw that. Um, Ever. Wow. My real answer, by the way, is real world, old school. I mean, not. I was going to say, I love real world. I, thought, I think that's what I was going to say. Real world was kind of like I, was, I also loved road rules, and I loved, loved road rules. Challenge is different than real world road rules, and I think that version was my favorite. I loved that too. I agree. Um, is there any? I feel like I'm missing some. Ah, God, Love Island might be it. I gotta watch Love Island. God, I, I the fact that it's 50 episodes, and I plunged into the Love Island pool and I'm I haven't come up for air yet. <laughs> like I'm watching Australia. How do you right watch now. that? It's on Hulu or what? Hulu. Okay. All right, Love Island Australia. Involved. Oh, you know what? Love Island Australia is only 13 episodes in. Tonight is episode 14. Only. Um you can tear through it and okay. catch up. Yeah, I got this whole weekend ahead. It's, I mean, what it's else am I live. Doing? So you get a new episode every day. Right. Okay. All right, and then I'm Saturday's try. weird. You get like one day a week, you don't get one for some reason. Hmm, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we did it. We're going to do this again soon. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you have a great holiday with um, the people you love or by yourself. If that's what you choose. Have a great time no matter what. We'll be back on Tuesday night. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, lastly, thanks to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. Thank you. Adios.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.